30-minute reviews, beware of spoilers, and exploring hyperspace lanes are all available ad-free. But if you want to support the show, you can go to bewareofspoilers.com and click the support button that's available on the Spotify website. Thank you. Good morning, and welcome to Beware of Spoilers. I am Adam. On this, we're back to it being rainy uh, Friday. Um, Today, we're going to talk about the finale of Fiona and Cake. And I've been saying it. I've been saying it the whole time the show was going on. They do need to deal with the Betty issue. And... I'm not sure how I feel about how they resolved it. I don't think that having Betty... See, I I wasn't looking for an answer where, you know, Betty was going to separate from the Chaos God. Um, that was, And think about where the show started. And, and not Fiona and Cake, I mean Adventure Time in general. Where it's like... These things all kind of make sense, but I was kind of looking for... I got what I was looking for, actually, if we're really being honest. All I wanted was Simon to have to deal with, you know, and get that chance to talk to Betty, even if Betty didn't really respond. And Betty is obviously still in there because she's doing everything in her power to save Simon, uh, which is admittedly a lot of power. And the way she dispatches the Lich is so cool early in the episode. Um... Because, like, you think that's going to be the big thing here, but no, it's just the lich gets handled. But either way, you know, the show goes on, and it's one of those things where it's like, I think that everything that they, you know, that they did in this finale kind of tracks. I, I, I do feel like a two-part finale wasn't quite long enough, because it doesn't feel like it was set up properly. Like, it, like, I don't feel like going into this episode, there was enough time to set up everything that needed to get done in this episode. I don't feel like there's, there was enough there to be like, okay, we are going to set up, um, what's it called? We are going to set up, he's going to go meet Grub, and then we're going to have all of this, you know, all, all of this other stuff. Like, and... I don't feel like that was there's enough time for all that. And then for that to also be split with what's going on in Fiona and Cake's world, which eventually becomes canonized, like, it's interesting. I kind of want to see another season. Even though this show does kind of wrap up with a neat bow where it's like Fiona and Cake now have their own universe outside of Simon's head. Um, like... I, I, I kind I kind of want to see this universe continue and, and see more stories. Like I don't know if you can do more stories in that world, um, because I don't know how interesting that would be to just see them living normal lives with Cake, the talking stretchy cat. I don't know how interesting that would be per se, um, but I would like to see more stuff happen. And I think one of the other things that I do really enjoy about this show is. I think, too, that they, the, the way that they lay out everything that happens, um, 
they've been revisiting a lot of stuff. I, I'm surprised they didn't revisit the, you know, the, the, the bunnies. Um, but like to go to, you know, something I never thought I'd reference again and bring back the, the guy who plays, uh, young Adam on, uh, what's it called on, uh, on, on the Goldbergs to voice him. Um, that, you know, the, the future time, I would watch a show based in the future time about what's going on there with, with those two, um, you know, the, the, the Rainicorn and, and, and the little other dude whose name I'm forgetting, like, to, to have it all based in that, where Simon has to, you know, go there and, and try to figure it out, and then make peace with the fact that this isn't the solution, is interesting in and of itself. Um, I think it's very well done, the uh, the, the finale. I, I think that this was a, an interesting way to send off this show, um, and it makes me want more. I, I want to be able to go back to this world more and more because of how fast and unique the world and the multiverse around Adventure Time is. I want to see more stories in that space, and there's plenty of room to tell those stories. Um, so I, I just think that that's an interesting kind of, you know, approach to, you know, to telling this. And I don't know, I'm going to keep this one kind of short, because I think that it's like, you get what you're looking for out of it, um, in the resolution of Simon and Betty's arc. And I think that that's the thing, too, is that it's, it's a Fiona and Cake show, but Fiona and Cake are kind of not point of the show. The show is kind of about Simon, you know, making peace with who he is in this future time where he doesn't belong. Because Simon is the man out of time. And he explains that in the episode where he's like, I don't, like, I squandered that opportunity you gave me um, by, by, you know, by bringing me back. Um, which is a really great moment for him. And I think the show does a great job of, of, of doing that and then giving him a resolution where he can go back to living in, you know, living in, uh, you know, in Ooh and, and having that be, you know, a thing. I, I do want to see that future time story, though. Like, I, I really want to see that story, though, because that, that world where it is more, like, you know, cyberpunky. Like, it's pretty cool. And, and the, what was it, Future Choose Goose being Pawn Swan and then flipping them off is probably a funniest moment in the episode. Um, like, that was the thing, like, that made me laugh out loud. Um, because of every, like, that, that character is so fucking ridiculous. It is, it is just great. Um, but we'll keep this one short. We'll wrap up there for today. Um, I am on my way to work now, actually. Um, another joyous Friday. It's one of those things where it's like, there's a, there's a Nick Offerman stand-up bit where he's talking about, he's like, I think it was a Nick Offerman bit where he's like, think about how, I think it was, and I think it was stand-up. I could be totally wrong on both counts. But he's like, think about how wild it is that we as a people kind of, you know, are like, oh, thank God the week's over. And it's like, that's five out of seven days of your life 
five out of every seven days of your life, you're like, thank God that's over. Um, I think about that sometimes as I'm driving to work in this rain. Um, but, uh, but yeah, um, we will wrap up there for today. Um, and, uh, we, oh, we have a slight change of plans to our, um, film festival coverage in two weeks. Saturday, we'll be doing a short series, um, State of the Union, it's called, uh, out of Hampton's Film Festival. State of the Union is short films about the current state of politics, so get the fuck ready for that if you are someone who, uh, doesn't like politics in movies and stuff like that. I think they're, they're fictionalized. I don't think they're all document. I think some are documentaries, but I'm not, I don't think all of them are. Um, and then the other one is, uh, and hopefully this time there's none about surfing, because it's nothing against the two surfing documentaries. I, I had nothing against them. I liked both of them. I thought one of them was a really interesting kind of experimental, you know, music video type thing. And the other one was a really heartfelt story about this kid who was coming to turn, like, who was learning about himself and learning about his disability and, and, and coming into his own as a person through surfing. And both of those are, are great. The guy in front of me, who visibly did not want to be there last year when I saw these two, groaned loudly after the second one, which is the music video, and he goes, the next, the next one better not be about fucking surfing, and I'm like, why did you come? If you guys sit here and make snide comments the whole time, and, and eat Reese's Pieces, like, just, just don't come, this is a, this is a very specific audience that you're here for, like, just, just don't come, and hopefully this year for the movie I'm seeing, I'm, I'm thinking that, um, this won't be as big a crowd as last year for She Said, um, but Fancy Dance is the movie we're going to be seeing on Sunday, um, fan, oh fuck, that little calendar, well, it should, it should, I, I, I didn't fuck that up twice, um, Fancy Dance is the movie we're seeing on Sunday, uh, that is not one of the spotlight movies, it's not one that has a huge, uh, you know, a huge director attached or anything, but it does star Lily Gladstone, which is why I picked it, because uh, I want to see her acting abilities, uh, and I want to get a sense for, for, you know, who she is an, as an actress, um, before seeing Killers of a Flower Moon, uh, two weeks later, so we'll be talking about those two, uh, next weekend, um, but until then, have a great rest of your week.